You're listening to MedEx, the Medical Extrusion Podcast. Presented by U.S. Extruders. Extrude with confidence. Custom extrusion equipment designed for you and your application. Welcome to the final episode of the first season of the MedEx Podcast. We're very happy to have Joe Rowan, former CEO and president of Jincosha USA in Europe, returning to the podcast for the final episode of the season. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks, Steve. Great to be here. Great. Joe, before we get started, I think uh, it'd be good for you to, get a, to give our listeners a, a background or an update on the leadership changes that Jincosha that involve you. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, essentially, I had been president CEO of Jincosha USA ever since we brought the business to the U.S. in Europe. Um, essentially, put a team organization together from really a standing start to a business that's tens of millions of dollars. And, um, you know, uh, there comes a time when, uh, you know, you got to look at the big picture personally as well as uh, professionally. And, you know, I, uh, it's the third time I guess I've, I've built a business from scratch. And so, you know, the time was right for me to kind of step back and this was all planned. Um, my successor, Mike Winterling, is a guy that I worked with when we were both at Gore. I've known Mike 25 years. He's worked in teams that I've had in Gore, in electronics, industrial, medical. And so, you know, Mike has just slotted right in and uh, we, we haven't missed a beat. And so Mike is the guy that's leading the charge now for Jankosha uh, as part of our, um, you know, uh, internationalization program and the business just continues to grow. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's great to have Mike uh, take over and I'm enjoying stepping back. I'm, I'm there as a, an advisor, but I'm not getting involved in uh, the operational side. A couple of little uh, fun projects I, I've got, but essentially, Steve, I'm just there as an advisor going forward and uh, win-win situation. I'm enjoying uh, getting some well-earned rest, um, so a few miles on the on the clock, and uh, I'm I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to kind of slow down a little bit. Um, I think I looked with American Airlines. I think I'm about 1.8 million miles or something like that. So, yeah, it's. Uh, it's good just to slow right down and get a really good balance, and uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank you. Joe, um, in September, we, when we first had you on the podcast to talk about the availability of FEP heat shrink tubing and PTFE liners, we know a lot has changed since that, since that time, hopefully for the better, but we'll give you mm -hmm. an opportunity to give the listeners an update on the availability of the liners and yeah. heat shrink tubing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think as we said at the time, Steve, um, it, it really was um, a kind of tornado that everybody found themselves in in, in the supply chain. Um, fortunately, we made the strategic decision to invest ahead of the curve, invest in capacity, invest in people, invest in improving throughput and, and some of these things. And I'm really happy to report that our lead times are, are really starting to get back to normal. We are, you know, if you need standard, like peelable heat shrink parts, we can turn those around in a couple of weeks, mm. special four to six weeks and production 
um, production for both the um, uh, liners uh, that are three millimeters and less and production for the peelable heat shrink that are like four millimeters and less, um, 10 to, you know, 10 to 14 weeks. So we really got the whole thing starting to, um, you know, come back to where it should be. You know, in every situation I've been in, Steve, it, it you know, it swings and roundabouts. You, you, you get to a situation where you're su supply constrained and then you become demand constrained and then that kind of, you know, that, that constraint goes back and forward over time. So happy that there's been that correction, happy that we made the conscious decision to invest ahead of the curve. And now we're, we're paying the benefits. And in an actual fact, not only do we have those kind of lead times really getting back to where they should be, but concurrent with the investment in capacity, we invested in technology. So now we're going to be able to produce liners up to 12 millimeters ID and uh, peelable heat shrink up to 13 meters and expanded ID. So, you know, given that our initial focus was like neurovascular, peripheral, smaller size, customers have really pulled us through to say, look, we like your product, we like the service, we like the quality. Why, you know, can't you start to help us out in areas like, you know, uh, TAVR, abdominal and thoracic and some of these larger vessels. And so now we're actually in the phase of, of starting to take sample orders for these larger sizes. And, um, you know, we've got the investment coming right there with the, and we'll be able to produce in volume in the, the weeks and months ahead. So, yeah, things are, are falling into place. And, you know, I'm, I'm just happy, Steve, that we got through it. Um, and, and we managed to not only retain our existing customers, we got a lot of new customers. And I think the way that we dealt with customers in a very forthright, honest way, under-promising, over-delivering, you know, I, I think we came out of that with our integrity intact and with a lot of new customers and getting more business from existing customers. So, you know, I couldn't be prouder of the team and, and you know, Mike and, and the operations guys in Japan have done a fantastic job. And so I think we're poised now for another you know, upward trajectory in our growth while really starting to get into new programs with these much tighter lead times. So something good to report, you know, as opposed to September when uh, it, it kind of seemed like there was never going to be an end in sight, as I'm sure you, uh, I'm sure you yeah. agree, Steve. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, I think the, uh, the folks that are building composite catheter shafts are going to be very happy with those delivery times compared to what they're used to last cool. couple of years. Yep. And that's interesting uh, that you mentioned you kind of started in the neurovascular, smaller space, and have expanded to the larger sizes on the liners and the heat shrink to support, for instance, structural heart applications. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Um, yeah. And, and again, it's really all part of a, a very deliberate strategy of growing from the core, you know, and looking at adjacencies and, and a clear adjacency is larger size, which unlocks some pretty um, you know, attractive markets for us. Excellent. Let's let's talk a little bit more about PTFE. And I noticed there was a, a LinkedIn post that talked about some of your liners and the advantage of your PTFE liners as compared to the dipping or the film cast type PTFE liner. Yeah. Yeah. You know that 
the the film cast PTFE liners traditionally for very ultra thin wall thicknesses at the expense of mechanical properties and uh, more prone to skiving compared to the traditional yeah. or extruded PTFE liners. Can you expand a little bit on that, the benefits uh, or the yeah. differences? Yeah, and, and, and you know, our, our forte has always been in the area of extrusion and manipulation of uh, PTFE and, you know, and, and fluoropolymers in general. And, you know, uh, we decided when we got into the liner business that there was really an unmet need for liners, um, extruded liners, um, that were very predictable in the mechanical um, and their mechanical considerations like elongation, tensile strength, yield points, some of these things. So we, you know, we uh, we, we we spent a bit of time uh, bringing these liners to market, and the advantage that extruded liners have. Um, over diecast is, as you alluded to, um, you're not going to get any strength to the actual catheter from the diecast or, or, or film cast product. Um, in many cases, uh, a lot of the strength of the catheter is delivered by the liner itself. And so, you know, that's, um, th that's the, the area that, that, that we've really focused on. And, you know, we've started to grow in that area. Um, and you know, one of the other issues with diecast and look, you know, I'm not here to dis, you know, to talk badly about other technologies, but anything has got a limitation. Every, every, um, every engineering approach has got a limitation. Um, they can take their thickness down to, you know, three or four tenths in some cases. Mm. Um, we're able to get down, uh, depending on the, the ID down to maybe seven tenths. Um, um, you know, most liners we supply are in the, the, you know, one thou range. Um, yeah. but the advantage of having a thin liner is that, you know, it helps in terms of flexibility. Um, and you know, that is, a, is obviously a very big deal and real estate, you know, real estate is a big, big deal in catheters as well, but the price to pay is the mechanicals and I guess the robustness. Because, you know, when they're that thin, you know, they tend to get nicked and scratched and scraped. And, uh, you know, they, they are quite literally a, a kind of thin um, coating on the mandrel yeah. and um, pluses, minuses. And so, you know, we, uh, we, we've looked at um, what we can do. The first step was with the extruded liner. And as you well know, we, we've got some other things in the works in, in terms of liners. Okay, excellent. Appreciate that uh, overview of the different types, film cast versus extruded. Talk to us a little bit about this uh, technology platform that you have for wrapped PTFE liners. Sure, and 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 this, Steve, is a, a very exciting technology. Um, the you know the the idea of the wrapped uh, PTFE liner. Um, this is something that, at least to my knowledge, that, that, that we are the only people that are doing it. And, and even so, you know, um, this is an area that we're not ready to release right, right now. The initial results from some of our uh, customers' um, beta sites before we release this are, is incredible because we've actually been able to get the kind of holy grail, if you like, of thin, but also incredibly high strength. In fact, stronger than extruded, which is completely counterintuitive. Um, 
And so, you know, like any new technology that's a discontinuous innovation, it takes time, mm -hmm. it takes effort to get it right. And, you know, Jankosha's commitment to quality, we're, we, you know, we're going to do it properly rather than quickly. And so we're continuing working with our beta sites. But this is something that I'd hope to give you an update on um, or maybe even have Mike come on and give you an update on um, sure. in the time ahead. Because, you know, if we can get this um, uh, delivered um, and to fulfill the promises that it, it, it has, it, it could be a, a, a real game changer. So, you know, right now we're not working with any additional people. We've got a core of customers that we're working through, you know, you know, just startup issues or, or initial issues that, that you get. Um, and again, we are in no hurry to bring something to market that doesn't what we say it does because yeah. fitness for use is everything for us. So, yeah, watch this space, I guess, is the, uh, is the message there. And um, hopefully we'll have some exciting news for you in the months ahead. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, definitely take advantage of that and your offer to get Mike on the, the podcast right. at some point uh, to talk about that further once you're a little bit further yeah. ahead. But that, that's cool. very exciting. Thanks so much. Yeah. Let's move on to something very cool that I want to talk about or ask you to talk about, and that's your Junkosha's annual Technology Innovation of the Year Award. And uh, I was very thankful that you've invited me to Yes. Participate in that. Can you give our listeners an overview of the award, explain it and how people can get involved, um, some of the due dates and things. And we'll we'll put some information links up on the, the podcast yeah. as well to help uh, get more people involved. But please tell us a little bit about it. Sure. I mean, so, you know, look, our our um, our, our, our brand, uh, our brand logo is, is really around enabling technology innovators. You know, the reality is that technology innovation in medical, you know, technology innovation anywhere is not easy. You know, um, I talked about building three businesses from scratch. It's not easy. Um, and medical is even more difficult because you've got to throw in the regulatory issues on top of, of, of the normal uh, challenges of innovation. And, you know, if we trace our roots back, Junkosha, um, you know, we, we are, our founder started the business in, in like a garage. Um, and, you know, it was really through tenacity and endurance and, you know, doing the right thing right um, that helped him to get to where we are now. But I think also the injection of some cash um, at that point, the cycle it is really important. And so... You know, what we're doing here for, for anyone that has, you know, ideas that are, have been reduced to practice where you're not having, where there's no IP um, conflict, um, get with us. We've got a $25,000 first prize. Um, you know, we're not making it difficult for people to enter. We'll, we'll supply you the link, et cetera, Steve. But what we, we ask you to do is go into the Junkosha website fill in, you know, a couple of very simple uh, paragraphs just to give us an indication of what is unique or what is differentiated or, or what is good, um, you know, about your innovation um, for, you know, mankind, if you like. Because one of the big things that Junkosha have done and our founder and it's inbuilt to our brand is really, if you take the name Junkosha, it means trying to improve 
um, you know, mankind through technology. And so this whole innovation award is really us putting our kind of money where our mouth is and, and, and try to, you know, help enable people um, to grow their business. In fact, last year's winner, Chris Hancock, um, who did some really, you know, some really good work um, in um, some endoscopic um, RF devices, um, you know, here was a guy who kind of slept on his couch while he was investing his money in starting his business. And so, you know, not just we're not just looking at large corporate organizations. We're looking at R&D um, labs. We're looking at universities. You know, so anything you can do, Steve, to help us, you know, get into these kind of nooks and crannies where there might be people who would really benefit from this, um, you know, the cash, as well as the exposure, because, as you know, you know, we're, we're trying to really get the message out there. And for companies or for individuals who are, you know, really looking to try to get their, their name out there, um, I, I, at the very worst, if you don't get the cash, if you get into the finals, you'll get some exposure. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to get to speak to people on that panel like yourself, like myself, who are experienced. And, and my hope is, and last year, if it's anything to go by, um, we're really able to, to help these people in their business and their technology and, and really give them a helping hand, if nothing else, with a bit of free consultancy from some experienced um, you know, industry experts. That's great. What a great program for entrepreneurs and people that have innovative ideas that they want to bring to the market. That's excellent. We'll be glad to help to, to promote this. And like I said, get the website link out and uh, do everything we can to help uh, try to get more people Super. involved. Really yeah. appreciate that, Steve. Yeah, sure. Joe, it's been great to have you back on the podcast. And again, congratulations on your retirement. Um, like you said, I'm sure we'll still be in contact, though. Oh, yeah. We'll see each other as well. Okay. Good stuff. Have a great summer. Thanks, Steve. You too. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you for listening to MedEx, the medical extrusion podcast presented by U.S. Extruders. Please subscribe to make sure you're getting the latest episodes. All links are available in the show notes.